Welcome to the Lex City Church Podcast. To learn more about the ministries of Lex City, please visit LexCity.Church. But you know, what I love more than just what we do as a church, I, I really love who we are as a church and, and who we're becoming a, as a church. Because the highlight video you just saw, that, that's not just some of the ministries of our church. That is the mission of our church. That's why we exist and why we do this thing together. If you come into our church, you've seen this branding. You know, it might be in different ways. You know, you're for Lexington. You've seen it in different places all around. It's sitting here in the church. Uh, it's actually my license plate on my car uh, to try to help me remember and to keep this before us and myself all the time. But the question I would really want to ask us today is the question I've been wrestling with is, is simply this. Is this slogan, is this merely a declaration or is it a proclamation? Is it simply something that's decorative on the walls of our church, or is it actually a statement of the proclamation of who we are and who we are becoming? Because if you think about it, for Lexington, it's a slick little slogan, right? It's easily repeated. It's easy to remember. Uh, you can put a number in the place of a word, which is always cool and all this kind of things, right? But if it's just a slogan that can go on a 100% cotton T-shirt, uh, friends, I think we have missed the mark on what God has called us to do. But if it's a proclamation, then it's a statement of who we are and, and why we exist and why we bother to get together every week and to do this thing called life together. If it's more than just a, a, a catchy little slogan, then it really frames with how I wanna preach to you these next two weeks as we think about missions, right? Uh, option one, if it's simply just decoration, that idea, then I've gotta spend these next two weeks trying to convince you that missions is important and remind you that church is more than just us gathering every week so you can be spiritually filled and encouraged and you can check the box as we go, if that's what it's about, option one. Or option two, if it's more than just decoration, if it's proclamation, then my role here is not to convince you, but my role is to connect your missional living in your life with the Great Commission. And if you can see, that's dramatically different. I, I believe the latter is true of who we are. That's what I love about a church. I, be I believe the latter is true of even who we are becoming as a people and as a church. See, I think that's the one upside of COVID, if there can be any upsides. Here's the upside. Post-COVID, the people that are in church want to be in church. What I love about who you are here in person, if you're here, you want to be here. You got a lot of, you could not be here. Nobody would care. He would give you a thousand. You want it. You're committed to be here. The folks that are joining us online today, the beauty is, listen, if you're watching online, you wanna connect with us and what God is doing uniquely here at Lex City. You have lots of different options. So my great encouragement to you is you look around, man, the people who are in are in. We've never experienced greater engagement and greater involvement, and I'm so grateful for that because it is a proclamation of who we are. So be encouraged as we go that we together are trying to do something that's greater than ourselves. We're living out a mission together that's bigger than ourselves. And this mission can only be fulfilled, here's the wonderful part, if we do it and if we live it together. At Lex City, we refer to this in our vision statement, right? To, to know, follow, and to share Jesus. 
The Apostle Paul in the book of Romans, uh, he has his own vision statement in Romans chapter one. And let me read it for you because you'll hear out of his heart, his calling is so clear. So if you got your Bibles, go to Romans chapter one. Got your phones, go to lexcity.info. If you're new and you're visiting with us, if you go to lexcity.info, all the sermon notes are there, ways to connect with our church are there. But here's the Apostle Paul. Romans chapter one, verse one says, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, here's the purpose, set apart for the gospel of God which he promised beforehand through his prophets and in his holy scriptures concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh and who was declared to be the son of God in power according to the spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead. Jesus Christ, our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship. Why? Here it is. To bring about the obedience of faith through the sake of his name among all nations, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. Now, he could have simply said, no, follow, share, but Paul liked a few more words, you know, as he goes, but I love it. This is the essence of who he is, that Apostle Paul, though he's gospel-focused, he's gospel-centered in his life, and he's gospel-motivated in everything he he does. There's no decoration, the Apostle Paul, right? This is all proclamation. This is who I am. This is why I exist. This is the calling of my life. And a little bit later in the book of Romans, Apostle Paul is going to talk to the church and he's going to say to the church, I want to invite you to join me on the missional movement of my life. A little bit later in our service, I'm going to invite you to join Lex City in the missional movement laid out by the Apostle Paul in the scriptures all the way back in Romans chapter 1. But before I get there, I want to take a few moments this morning and I've asked Pastor Dave to come out and share with us a little bit from his heart how we're taking this idea of for Lexington and moving it simply from being a declaration to a proclamation of who we are and what we do. Pastor Dave. Good morning, Lex City. If I don't know that I have the words to describe to you how excited I am about the impact that our church is having and what God has been doing and what he has for us out in front of us for 2022. But before we get to that and some new initiatives connected to that, I want to start by bringing you up to speed on a strategy that we have stood by as a church for a really long time. And that strategy kind of comes in the question, and it's this. What does it look like to live on mission? In this day and age, what does that look like in our lives? We got that question from a famous passage that I'm sure you're aware of, but maybe you haven't thought of it in this way. Matthew 28, 18, uh, Jesus said this. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Jesus gives us this commissioning statement. We call it the Great Commission. It's his last words to his followers before he ascends back to the Father. And, but he starts this commissioning, this mission statement, with an interesting phrase. He says that all authority has been given to me. He doesn't say some authority. He doesn't say I've mustered some up. He said all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And usually when someone makes a bold claim like that, they will tell you how great they are or what they're going to do about it. And instead, while his disciples' mouths are wide open, while he's ascending, he huddles them together and he gives out his authority to them and he tells them to go. It's the most amazing thing to me that God has everything that we need 
he says that he will never leave us or forsake us all the way to the end, that he will be a part of that. And he gives us the ability to go on his behalf with his authority. Can you believe it? When you take a step of faith in the authority and calling that God has given to you, he says, I will be right there with you when you do that. You want to live your life on mission? Then find yourself going with consistency in your life and see what God will do with that. If you're new to Lex City, you need to know you've come to a church that is dedicated to going wherever God would have us go to reach people with the love of Christ, to grow them up as followers of him and help them share all that he has done in their life with others. And we now have five main fields, overseas partners that we have connected with. And through this COVID-19 restricted season, we've changed the way we've had to do some things there. But we've seen amazing outreach impact just through those spots. In Guatemala, uh, through our Compassion International Partnership, you gave last year $26,000 to build a classroom building to build on to our child uh, growth development center there that has was filled to the gills and and uh, now is expanding there in Kunin, Guatemala. In the Republic of Georgia, we've sent teams for training and support for international workers through prayer and relationship to help revamp what it looks like to do outreach in that part of the world. And now, as we know what's happening in the news today, it's a very important thing. In the Middle East, in Jordan, we've supported uh, refugee outreach ministries and a medical clinic and even sent one of our own, Silvana Paternini, to be a nurse there in a, a clinic, church-sponsored uh, clinic. And in Cuba, this past year, we sent supplies to churches that distributed them to families in need uh, because their country was on total lockdown. And some of the things that you and I take for granted, uh, they were not able to access. And as you saw in the video, our 13-year partnership with India, our church planters there, has grown and they are exploring what it looks like to become a part of our denomination, the Christian Missionary Alliance, on a worldwide level. That's how much impact God has had there. You'll hear more about that next week. I'm, I'm excited for that. But this is really just the beginning. I'm only scratching the surface of what God has done. I just got back from Africa last week exploring new partnerships and looking at what God was doing there, how we can be a part of the amazing move of God. But as Brian said, we don't want for Lexington to just be a slogan. Uh, locally, this past year, we've been able to partner with 16 different agencies and ministries right here in our city that are on the front lines making an impact of uh, some of the most under-resourced parts of our city and places with the biggest need. Sometimes as a church, we stand at a distance and say, come here to our programs, and we've kind of drawn a line in the sand and turned the tide to say, we're going to go to where you are. We're going to partner with people that are already doing this in a great way. And many of you got connected to those ministries through City Reach Saturday. It's an event uh, and another one is coming up on March the on the 12th. You can be a part of that where we meet at 9 o'clock here at the church. From 9 to 12, we blitz the city. We go serve in all these different areas where they partners have said, could you come and, and do this, serve alongside us in what we're doing with at-risk kids and youth, women coming out of the sex trade industry, homeless shelters and refugee ministries, drug and alcohol recovery programs, and people in our own church that just need uh, help in a specific way. It's been amazing to see you guys step forward and be a part of that. And we've realized that this going strategy can't just be a moment in time, can't be a checkbox on a calendar one Saturday morning, but the consistency and availability to a city at large 
is where they begin to trust us and say they really are for us. And that connection, that consistent connection, now has broadened our uh, uh, impact in the city. And we know how important uh, and vital healthy families are in making an impact in a kid's life, what that can do to sometimes influence a whole family and the whole community. So we focused on partnering with schools for whatever need they may have that we could help meet to just say, we're open, and this has led to teacher appreciation events that we have said, no, we really are for you. We want to be, we've got your back, and we're behind you. We've helped supply clothes uh, for kids in need. We've supplied uh, other supplies for under-resourced areas. Some volunteers in our church lead an after-school program called the Good News Club at, at Mill Creek Academy Elementary, and they have seen unbelievable numbers of kids coming to faith in Christ at an after-school program at one of our local elementary schools. And we've seen, we've, this year we've gotten to throw events, our, our annual events like the Spooktacular in October and the back-to-school event in August to promote and connect with teachers to say, you know, send your kids because we want to be able to uh, partner with them. These events are not just passing out candy and passing out school supplies. It's a way to build bridges with people and say, we are for you, and however we can bring a blessing and build relationship to communicate the love of Christ, then we're in for that. And now, after years of making these kind of investments in that direction and asking the question, how can we help, I love that the schools are reaching out to us to say, we have this need. We, we know you guys are for us. Can, can, is this a spot where you could could meet a need. Uh, Clay's Mill Reading Program that we're involved with, the Mill Creek Academy After School Program, Lansdowne Elementary School Supply Event that we did. I have to tell this one story from this past year because in the fall, uh, uh, the Family Resource Coordinator from Stonewall Elementary just down the hill here reached out to us and said, we have uh, all of the, our kids that are in the free and reduced lunch program have really grown during COVID and that has begun to be a real need that we have and grown to about 40 or 50 students, uh, could Lex City come alongside? And we want to provide meals for those kids on the weekend so they can go home and at least have one, they know they have one meal set aside for them uh, to be able to send that. And, and so we, uh, in that conversation, I was just like, this is exactly the kind of thing we've been praying for to say, yes, we're, we can, can respond. And then I started doing the math on the numbers. This is a whole semester. It's not just a one mo moment in time. And uh, 40 to 50 kids adding that up, this was going to be like a ten or $12,000 investment. And it was breaking my heart to call her back and just look at what we had planned and say, we are for you, we love you, we have the volunteers and the tender loving care, but we don't have the funds to be able to do this. So we'll pray about it, but that's really all we can do. And two days later, she calls me back saying that the Kiwanis Club in town here in Fayette County had reached out to her and said they had a lot of funding from some events that they had thrown, but they didn't have any volunteers. Could we partner together to make this after-school uh, backpack program happen? And I, it was just such a, a weight of relief. And so thank you for those of you if you're in the Kiwanis program. And now we have a volunteer here that runs that twice a month where we're supplying those meals and uh, just watching God work in those things to say, God, will you bless when we step forward? And he says, absolutely, and, and to be a part of it. If you want to be a part of those, these are all city reach connections and events. And you can simply just go to the website, go to the outreach page, click on get involved and put your email address in. And then you've got access to every connection and every event that we're throwing and being a part of. And we'll help connect you in the right spot. It's a great way to get involved.
And then in December, when those tornadoes came through in western Kentucky, such a horrible devastation, I was so proud of our church to be able to step forward when we were called and said, could you bring some teams? And we said, absolutely, we'd like to go with the love of Christ right here uh, to help do some cleanup and pray with people and connect with them right where they are. And we filled up these relief trips so fast, I couldn't believe it. It was amazing to just watch you guys step forward. I remember I bumped into one of our board members in the hallway, and they were like, hey, I, I want to sign up to go to on the relief trip if, if you need you know help and I said well actually we're full thanks but we're go-. he said but I want to go <laughs> I had never been in a serving argument with someone before like I want to I love your passion to just say we want to go and be a part of what God could do when we step forward so this year we're planning to do all that that I just mentioned to you and more and uh we're still not able to plan mission trips to go to our partners like we'd like to due to travel restrictions. That's coming, we hope and pray, but we've increased our connections with them and gotten creative through Zoom prayer calls and financial funding wherever we can. But two years ago, we had to postpone our trip to Cuba. We were going to be building a small seminary in the center of the country to partner with them to be able to train pastors and COVID-19 uh, made us have to to move that. And we've been praying for when could we make this connection? When could we um, uh, send a team to be able to do that? And now it seems that there is a way. This fall, we are planning a mission trip not to Cuba, but to the ministry center in Miami, Florida, where we launch teams from. And this center does outreach to Cubans that have uh, um, uh, found themselves in the, in the States or other internationals in their area. They do um, outreach in those neighborhoods right there. And this also doubles as a launching point for all the teams that go to Cuba. If you've been on one of those trips in the past, you've been through that center. And so they are going to be renovating this space and ask us to come and be a part of the ministry there and help with the renovations. And we may not be able to go to Cuba right now, but what if we set up teams to be able to go for years from now because of this time that we have? And so we're excited that this fall we'll be taking a team to Miami, Florida to help renovate that space and, and build, continue to build the connection we have with the, our overseas partner. Through this constant connection in schools, like we mentioned, and, and uh, being able to say, how can we help? I love that just uh, in December, um, Lansdowne Elementary called and sat, sat down with us, Julie McFarland, our kids' city director, and I, and said, we have this uh, need in our community. A lot of uh, the area around Lansdowne um, uh, has uh, kids that are either under-resourced or coming out of a bad uh, family background, and they said they want to partner with the Amachi program, which Amachi is a program that uh, develops mentors to be able to connect with kids right where they are, uh, make an investment in their lives, something like twice a month, and these are kids that are at risk or have incarcerated parents. And the principal from Lansdowne told us that they have an inordinate amount of kids in this uh, area, and could we help? Could we come along and be mentors and sponsors to them? I was so excited to be able to say, absolutely, sign us up. If there is a way just across Nicholasville Road that we can come along and support and build relationships, now not just an event, but build relationships with kids and families that are in need. We want to do it, so you'll get some. They'll be here next week to help you know how you can be a part of that. You'll get training, and you'll get uh, partnered with a kid that has similar uh, uh, interests that you do to be able to invest in their life and see what God does with this. So I can't wait to see how God um, connects you 
and us to Lansdowne. And Lansdowne School is in an area that we've been praying about for a long time to say, how can we, in a refugee area, a lot of refugees have been placed there, people that have come displaced from their homeland and have made Kentucky or the U.S. home and find themselves there, we've been praying for how can we build relationships with them and really communicate the love of Christ to them. And through this now Lansdowne connection, I'm so excited to tell you that we're going to be taking our back-to-school event on the road this year. Uh, on July 31st, which is a Sunday, we're going to be going as a church in conjunction with Lansdowne staff to throw a back-to-school party at a nearby park there. Uh, we're going to be calling this City Reach Sunday. You'll, the day that you come to church that day, we're going to put you in the game, packing school supplies and going to throw this party for the Lansdowne area, for refugee families to come and say, we are for you, we want to have dinner with you, and we want to throw some, party, throw some games for your kids and make an investment, not just pass out school supplies, but say, we want to be with you. To cancel church on a Sunday and say, this is not just a slogan for us, we want to be for you and be in Lexington supporting you. Lex City, I cannot wait to see how God takes those steps of faith and some that the Lord will lay on your heart in 2022. It's going to be amazing to see how he uses his authority he's given to you. Fantastic. Thank you, Dave. And I love that City Reach Sunday. Listen, we're going to cancel church so we can be the church, right? And I've shared it with a couple of my pastor friends, like, hey, we're going to cancel church and go out in our community. They're like, oh, are you sure? Doesn't sound like a really good idea. Nobody's going to show up, and you're not going to have any offerings. It's going to be a terrible morning. I said, yeah, listen, if this is a decoration, it's a terrible idea. If it's a proclamation, it's who we are, and it's what we do. So mark your calendars. Come be a part of what we're going to be doing that morning. So the Apostle Paul goes on in the book of Romans. He, he says, listen, I'm going to teach you how you're going to have this missional movement around the world. And here's what I want you to miss. Don't miss this. What we're going to just see here, Apostle Paul teaches. This is not Paul's design for reaching the world. This is God's design and how he says, listen, this is how I want you to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. So Romans chapter 15, slide to the end of the book. Here's what Paul teaches us this morning. I hope to see you in passing as I go to Spain and to be helped on my journey there by you. Once I've enjoyed your company for a while. At present, however, I am going to Jerusalem bringing aid to the saints for Macedonia and Acadia. I have been pleased to make some contributions for the poor among the saints at Jerusalem. Verse 30, I appeal to you, brothers, by the Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, to strive together with me in your prayers to God on my behalf, that I may be delivered from the unbelievers in Judea, and that my service for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints, so that by God's will I may come to you with joy and be refreshed in your company. May the God of peace be with you all. Amen. Paul says, listen, here's God's design. There's two great components for God's design and God's strategy, right? You have a goer and you have a sender that we see in this passage. Apostle Paul was the goer. The church was the sender in this moment. Now, don't miss this ratio, right? There are many, there are very few goers, but everybody is a sender. This is what Paul's saying. Listen, as a follower of Christ, there's one or two categories. Either you're a goer or you're a sender or, or you're disobedient on the third, he probably would add. But these are the two that he's, he says. And the ratio is there. Most of us, most of you will never leave this country and go to a foreign land and serve in vocational missionary. The ratio of goers is very, very small. 
I was really blessed in my life. My parents answered the call to, to missions, and so we went for, to Africa for four years when I was a young child, and I got to experience that. But most of us will never leave our country of origin. Why? Because you are a sender, not a goer, and the ratio is we need far more senders than goer. So here's the question for us. If our role in God's missional plan for the world is to be a sender, then what's the role of a sender? Right? Paul gives us, Romans gives us two jobs of a sender. Go back to verse 30. Paul tells us great words. He says, we strive together in prayer. As a sender, one of the great roles that we have is to be intercessors for our brothers and sisters who are sharing the gospel around the world, to be people who pray on their behalf. The book of Acts, a little bit earlier, even says a little bit more specifically about how intentional that prayer is. It says, as senders, one of your roles in praying is to identify and send out people. Acts 13, verse 2 and 3. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said to the church, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Verse 3. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and they sent them off. We're intercessors who identify and send off. So Savannah, before she went to Jordan, right, Pastor Dave and his team prayed with her, commissioned, determined this is God's call in her life. We got to intercede and send her out. When Tyrone was in this process of deciding, do I feel a call to full-time ministry? One of the great joys we had as a staff was to pray with him and walk alongside and affirm his giftedness and send them out. Paul says, man, this is one of the goals. As senders, we are intercessors and we pray. Colossians says, Pray also for us that God may open us a door for the word to be declared and the mysteries of Christ to be shared. Finally, brothers, pray for us that the word of the Lord may speed ahead and be honored as happened amongst us. Ephesians, so pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for them as I should. Pray that I will proclaim the message as clearly as I should. Colossians 4, I pray that the sharing of your faith may become effective in the book of Philemon's. As senders, our role, what we do is, is we pray. We pray for strength. We pray for boldness. We pray for effectiveness of those that are going. Paul says the design, though, is twofold. We're, we're not just people who pray as senders. We're also people who supply Go back to Paul's instructions, Romans chapter 15, verse 24. I hope to see you in passing as I go to Spain, otherwise Paul's moving to his next missionary, and to be helped on my journey there by you once I have enjoyed your company for a while. Paul says, listen, I I'm going, I'm a goer. I need you to send me and I need you to supply the needs that I have. That's the calling of most of us in our missionary calling in our life. Most of us are missionaries of supply. That's why when we say, listen, I wanna live for a life that's bigger than myself, this is, this is how we do it. And I look around the room and see so many of you, listen, the beauty of your life is you have sacrificially given of your time and your talent and your treasures for the sake of somebody else. For the sake of the gospel, you have given of yourself and your resources to something outside of yourself for this greater cause. What does that look like in the context of Lex City, right? How are we missionaries of supply? Well, in our context at Lex City, just to give you an idea, when you give your tithes and your offerings, we share every week three easy ways to give, right? When you give towards those things, that's what funds the ministries of our church on a daily basis and all the things that we do. But we fund our missions budget 
out of the generosity and really your missional giving that you have in your life. So we fund our missions not in our budget. We fund it outside. It's above our tithes and our offerings. This is our generosity of giving towards something greater than ourselves in the area of our missions. So for 2022, just to give you an idea, our goal for our missions giving is $55,000, all right? $55,000. Out of that fifty five, dollars some of that has already been spoken for, things that we've, we've made obligations, commitments. We want to help fund these things. Part of that, we want to have some resources that are available to meet needs that we don't even know what they are going to be here at 2022. Last year, we had the tornadoes. It was great, as Pastor Dave shared, to be able to respond to that because we had means and margin to be able to do that. This year, I know the Ukraine is going to be part of the things that's on our heart. Part of the things that we'll give towards and part of that will go towards partnering with churches there in Ukraine and helping to do that, what we're gonna do denominationally. So we wanna have some margin to be able to respond to say, God, when you bring a need, our hands are open and we wanna be able to do that. So today, for my fellow missionaries of supply, can I just encourage you to join with this movement that we're doing. Can I challenge you the way the Apostle Paul challenged his church early on in Romans chapter one? And so I wanna challenge you in two ways today. Number one is something we do almost every year when we have this missions part. It's just a challenge towards giving. If you'd be willing to give $39.95 for every person uh, who's here, everybody's in your family, if you do a one-time gift of $39.95, that helps us move that bar closer to, to meeting our needs. Now, the reality is I love that as it just engages us together. We're all a part of this thing, missional thing that we're doing together, supplying the needs. But I also want to encourage you, if we're going to reach that goal, for some of us who have the capacity to do more than that, we need your help to be able to reach that goal of $55,000 for this next year. And so that may be giving monthly or that may be giving at a greater one-time shot. I also want to encourage you, those of you that are watching online, right, even maybe haven't been engaged with us as much over these last two years as you would want. This is a great way for you to reconnect with the mission and the vision of our church and support us in that area and a great way to be a part of that. Because the role for most of us, right, the role for most of us in God's strategy for missions is we are senders. We pray. We supply the needs that are there. And we want to be able to do that again, as Paul described us in Romans chapter 1. And so I want to take a moment today, and I want to be able to share with you how you can do that very practically. Because, again, I go back to this can't be a slogan. This has to be the heart of who we are, that we love people. And we love what the gospel can do in the hearts of people. And we want to be a part of moving that bar forward, what God has to do around the world. And so to help you know very practically how you do this as fellow missionaries of supply, I've asked Todd to share with us how that can happen. And so here's Todd. Oh, hello there. So you want to learn how to give quickly, safely, and easily to Lex City. Well, perfect. We're about to walk through it together step by step. So if you've got your phone with you, which I know you do, go ahead and get it out. No, seriously, right now. Don't worry, I will wait on you here. Can you get me a water? Hair. No, no, go ahead, grab it out of your purse, go, now, yeah. Some of you already have it sitting on your lap. How convenient. Now, first thing you're gonna do is open up the App Store. Now find it, there it is. So click on the App Store, and when it opens, go to the search bar and type in Church Center. So now that it's pulled up, click Download. 
Don't worry, it's free. And while that downloads, I'm gonna also sing a special song that I've just made up for you this morning. In fact, I've just written the music in my head right now. Go to the App Center on your iPhone or Android device and download Church Center, cause it's free. Go ahead and download it now. Then you can go see your friends in the Welcome Center, get a coffee outside and then sign up for groups and give to Lex City Church for missions and things and all those kind of things and then you can go and have a great Sunday so take a nap and have some snacks on me open up your church center app now some of you already have this but if you're new to church center now's the time to create your account you're gonna want to hit get started then search for Lex City Church in Kentucky. Go ahead and enter your phone number. You're gonna get a verification code. Respond to that. And now you're in. Now you're gonna click give. And it's time to type in the amount. So hit $39.95 and click next. Under fund, you wanna hit outreach and missions. And for frequency, you can do one time or set it up for every month. You'll also wanna set up your payment method. You can link an account, a debit or credit card, or use Apple Pay. And then hit give. So donate $39.95 right now. And don't forget, you can also use that Church Center app with Lex City to check out other events, sign up for things, uh, check into groups, anything you wanna know, that's where you wanna go. Hey, hey mom, yeah. No, I'm actually doing a little thing here. I'm trying to show people how to give $39.95 to missions with Lex City. Uh, we're doing a lot of funding for things in India and Cuba, all over the place. It's excellent. So, yeah, you should do it right now. Yes, you should. Uh, well, uh, first you want to go to the App Center, uh, and then you want to hit the search bar, and, and then kind of get into that. And... Oh, thank you, Todd. Listen, I, I want to give you a moment, because this really is so important. I, I do believe... Romans 1, this is the role you and I play in sharing the gospel around the world. We have the mission, missionaries of supply. So how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how will they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless someone that they are sent as it is written? How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. Father, thank you for today, for the wonderful calling of something greater than ourselves. Thank you for your design to create goers and senders. And thank you today for the joy and the privilege we have as a church to be missionaries of supply. Thank you for the doors that you have opened in our community. God, that's been a long road. It's been a lot of relationships that have been built and just consistency of time. And today we're, we're getting to experience the fruit of that. And so thank you for that grace. Thank you for your favor. Now help us to respond and to be the hands and feet that you've called us to be. Thanks for the gospel that changes and transforms lives right here in Lexington and around the world. We love you for it. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks so much, my fellow missionaries of supply, for being here and being a part of what God's doing here. Next week, 
we got a real treat. Next week, uh, the president of our denomination, Dr. John Stumble, is going to be here, and he's going to be sharing. And we're going to spend a little time. This is going to encourage you so much. Next week, uh, we want to share with you more of the story of India. Because if you don't know this story of India, how this little church in Lexington partnered with a little church in India, and God has blown this thing up, and how we're a part of that. Uh, that's going to be a lot of the story next week. I want to encourage you to come back and be a part of that and hear Dr. Stumble preach. Uh, last but not least, reminder for our students, summer camp. Ooh, we're finally back at camp. Sign up is here. It's in the connector building on the way to the kids area. You can connect up there, sign up for summer camp. Otherwise, have an amazing week. Thanks for partnering and being together, a part of what God's doing here. We'll look forward to seeing you back next Sunday. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to the Lex City Church podcast. If you would like to support ministries of Lex City, visit lexcity.church/give. Please subscribe and follow us on social media at Lex City Church for more encouraging teachings and content.